welcome to Psych Insight, a mental health podcast. We believe that you have everything you need inside of you to overcome any obstacle. We empower you to take control over what direction you want your life to go in by facilitating personal insight on your behaviors and relationships. So get ready to unlock your full potential and tap into your authentic self. Keep on listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to Psych Insight Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Kaylin. And I'm Mariam. And today we're going to be talking about blame. So how many of you have been blamed by others? How many of you maybe have blamed others? Maybe out of anger, shame, maybe not even being aware of it. Maybe your parents are blamers or you're in a relationship with one. Or maybe you are the blamer. So an example of self-blame, it might look like I'm always messing up, I never do anything right, or maybe in a relationship, it might look like your partner being very overwhelmed and he might say, you know what, this is your fault, you know, I'm having a bad day, I'm overwhelmed because of you. Yeah, or for example, like... Your parents, maybe when you were little, like, you were running too fast and your parents' reaction is to tell you, like, you know, that's what happens when you run too fast. Like, that's what you fell. Like, that's why you scraped your knee. Or maybe at your job, your boss might be blaming you for something to try to gain his power back or try to um, kind of deflect that shame of doing something wrong at work on you. So all of these are examples of psychological projection. So blame is simply a defense mechanism in order to cope with basically difficult feelings or emotions. And, you know, we shift it onto others, such as we might be feeling shame, we might be feeling powerlessness, or it also could look like just not wanting to be vulnerable because being vul- you have to be vulnerable to be able to take accountability. Mm-hmm. Blaming is basically a strategy of deception that we use to help preserve our self-esteem. It basically encompasses an attempt to disown feelings that we judge to be too uncomfortable or part of ourselves that create within us a sense of shame. So what does it look like to be a blamer? So as a blamer, you know, it's good to get curious. Um, Is it to deflect something? Is, you know, are you blaming a lot because maybe problems haven't resolved in your relationship like cheating? You know, where is the source of the blame coming from? Are you, you know, blaming and being defensive because Mm -hmm. you struggle with low self-esteem? Or maybe it's, you know, again, taking things personally, Um, It could be because you haven't healed an old wound, maybe from past relationships. Again, maybe low self-worth. It could be that you're stressed out. Um, All these things could be due to not getting to the root of it all. The reality is that blame is something very common that you see in most relationships. And although it's something really unhealthy, it's something that you see from generation to generation, and that's the sad reality. Um, Sometimes we, um, maybe growing up, you hurt your parents, um, use blame to justify things that they did or 
Um, maybe in your own relationship, you're feeling insecure and you're using blame to kind of project those feelings onto them. The reality is that blame experiencing blame either as the blamer or the blamey or the self-blamer, they're all point to you needing some help regulating your emotions so that Mm -hmm. you don't project that onto other people. Yeah, and you also might, you know, a blamer could be a narcissist or a pessimist. So Mm -hmm. that might look like, I mean, you might have a parent that had some of these traits. So that's something to be aware of. Yeah, because, you know, a narcissist is somebody that has an inflated sense of self. They're like, basically in their eyes they can do anything wrong so they're those type of people that like anything that they do even if it's their fault they'll project it into somebody else so for example if you have a parent or you're in a relationship with somebody that sounds like this that there are a blamer and there are narcissists by definition you might experience things like for example they're cooking and you have the tv loud or something like that, and they burn themselves with the oil, and they'll be like, I burned myself because you had the TV on. Like, it has nothing to do with the action that caused him to, like, harm himself, but they're putting that blame upon you because of that inflated sense of ego and of self, and they're, like, trying to protect their self-esteem. You know, if this sounds like you, it might be really draining. You might feel very drained all the time. You might be always trying to seek out who's to blame. Who, like, who needs to take accountability for something? Mm-hmm. Sort of like, who's in the menu today to put all my blame? Like, why, today is a bad day and who is to blame? Or like, I burned my eggs this morning. Who is to blame? Like, there's always, you're always seeking somebody to put that blame um onto them and never take responsibility for yourself or your actions yeah and then so and then we're gonna move on to blame me what does it look like to be a blame me or be or to have you know self-blame so in this case again as a blame me um again you might have grown up with parents that put a lot of blame on you so what does that do you can tend to attract again more narcissists or pessimists or they might not be full-blown narcissists or pessimists they might just be people that you know critique you and blame you a lot and it might feel kind of the norm for you if that's kind of what you're used to so that's something to be aware of yeah and something important to know too that you know we keep mentioning the role that parents play on all of this and the reality is that you know growing up parents model the behavior like we it's literally monkey see monkey do like we learn to talk we learn to walk we learn everything by watching our parents so if we grew up with parents that have these behaviors most likely than not you're gonna also have these behaviors yourself so if you had a parent that um is narcissistic and often blamed um you know that other partner so like the wife or like the husband whoever's a um, blaming in that case, um, you might have grown up seeing that and then you are projecting the same thing. So it's sort of like when I see parents, you know, coming into my office, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, my kid keeps yelling and they don't know how to talk. They only know how to yell. And then you ask them like, <laughs> oh, well, how do you talk to your kid? And they're like, well, I yell at them. And then you're like, 
oh my God, so what do you think is going to happen? You're modeling the behavior for them. So if they see that you think it's appropriate for for you to communicate Mm -hmm. in that way, they're going to think it's appropriate and they're going to do it themselves. So the same thing with this. That's why we emphasize so much in like, how it passes on from generation to generation and how how parents have such a big role because that's how we learn what a healthy relationship looks like, what healthy communication looks like. Mm -hmm. And again, we can stop this generational pattern. It's just a matter of if you want to become aware and conscious to these patterns. Um, Also, going back to the blaming. So like we said, you might be attracting a narcissist, a Mm -hmm. pessimist. So get curious. If you feel like you're always getting blamed for things, you know, who are the people you're around? Are you, you know, are you surrounding yourself with supportive and loving people or are they trying to dim your light? And then going to self-blame. Um, so growing up, if you blame yourself for a lot of things, so going back to how you grew up, you know, you might have had to feel responsible for your caregiver's feelings, Um And then again, you know, it might show up in your life today, you know, something to get curious again is how are you talking to yourself? So Mm -hmm. if you're talking to yourself negative and constantly putting blame on yourself, that's that's something to uh, be aware of. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that what Kaylin said, like the relationship that you have with yourself is so, so important. And the reality is the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you treat yourself is the way that people around you are going to treat you. Because that exactly like you said, Kaylin, like Mm -hmm. that's the people that you're attracting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about how common blame is and how we may experience it at different points in our lives in different ways, such as being the blamer or maybe receiving that blame or even being the self-blamer. But the question is, you know, If this is so common, Mm -hmm. what is actually the negative effect of this? Like, what is the outcome? Yeah, so, you know, again, blame is a form of emotional abuse, right? No one wants Mm -hmm. to be talked down to. Mm -hmm. It's very toxic for a relationship. And also, again, means something hasn't healed. Um, It can really sabotage any relationship. And remembering that blame, it's a missed opportunity to create strength and express Mm -hmm. empathy in a relationship. Um, You know, it's another, you know, blame is another word for disapproval or criticism. You know, again, no one wants to, you know, no one wants to feel criticized. So what steps can you take to reduce your tendencies to blame others or blame yourself? So, The first step is recognize when you're blaming. So this step is sort of like you need to be in touch with yourself and your emotions and your actions. So it's about being true to yourself Mm -hmm. and not lying to yourself. That's literally it. Not lying to yourself. Uh, Recognizing Mm -hmm. when it's securing. Recognizing when you see your partner or your mother or your father or your friend putting that blame on you or maybe your boss. But most importantly, recognizing it when you're putting that blame on yourself. Yeah, so you know, again, identifying the triggers and identifying what are you feeling? Are you feeling Mm -hmm. mad? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling 
angry, all these things and kind of think to yourself too, you know, think back to the time where you experienced this before and who was with you when you experienced this. And I would even go back to your childhood and try to think of times, you know, when this pattern kind of started to occur. And then um, again, if you're triggered, maybe take some time before, you know, talking to your partner or, you know, Mm -hmm. your friends or whoever you might be wanting to blame uh, kind of notice it notice your feelings so you can you can stop yourself before you start blaming and something so quick a quick tip for being able to do that is that same thing taking that pause when you're feeling mm-hmm. triggered um and you feel like you're gonna put that blame onto someone else or maybe onto yourself take that pause look around what exactly is happening what triggered me or mm-hmm. who triggered me? Because it might be a specific person or a situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, reflect on that and reflect on what is making you um, put that blame and reflect that blame on somebody else or reflect that blame on yourself. Yeah. And so, like, for example, in relationships, you know, you might be blaming him for not taking out the trash or, you know, many other examples. Uh, but it's deeper than that. You might not feel appreciated. You might not mm-hmm. feel loved. You might feel disrespected. So again, like how would you go about stopping this blame? So it might look like, you know, again, taking a breather, taking a walk and then coming back to your partner and, you know, using I statements saying, you know, I feel hurt because you don't listen to me or I feel frustrated because the house is a mess Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm tired from work and I have little energy and I would really appreciate it if you were, you know, you could help me. Um, Because again, remembering blame is essentially shifting our pain. So understanding where that pain is coming from. And then also taking accountability, you know, when you mess up, if you're trying to reduce your partner from blaming, take accountability for when you do mess up because it can bring you guys closer together. Um, It also can promote change. You know, being defensive, it only holds us back. And then also, you know, when you're um, showing that behavior, modeling that behavior, it can encourage your partner to kind of be more receptive to making a change themselves. Mm -hmm. It's also important to increase self-compassion and compassion for others. And to recognize that we're all human and we all make mistakes, you know, um, If you, I don't know, you experience um, blaming yourself in different ways, such as, oh my God, you know, I can never do anything right because um, you failed at baking a cake or you failed in an exam or something. Realize that you are human. You're not perfect. You have flaws and you have weaknesses and we learn from our mistakes. And the same thing with others, like recognize that your partner or your dad or your mom or your friend, they're not perfect and they're bound to make mistakes. Yeah. And so again, back to in a relationship. So make an agreement you know you know again relationships marriage are you're there to heal and thrive and so being compassionate with one another maybe if you guys are working on not blaming each other it could be making an agreement that if one starts to blame you could use you know a certain hand signal or a word that wakes the up you know 
wakes up the other person and kind of making them realize oh i'm blaming because again we're doing a lot of the time this is all unconscious like we're not really aware that we're doing it mm-hmm. um and then again most pain you know or most blame is a result of pain so like Miriam said, instead of taking it personally, seek to understand what's going on for them and, you know, remind them that, hey, this is not a healthy way of communicating feelings. Let's try another way. Um, and remembering your, you know, partners have bad habits. Um, so just getting aware of what those habits are and working on mm-hmm. to shift them and focusing on the solution rather than the problem. So the reality is that it's all reflection it's reflection followed by action and all over again so reflecting on the behavior that other people might be doing like you know if you're in a relationship with a blamer or your parents are blamer and how is that affecting you um as a blame me receiving that blame you know how is that affecting you emotionally and maybe communicating that to your partner or to your parent or whoever it is, being able to have an honest and open communication of, I understand that you might feel hurt in Mm -hmm. this moment or you might feel shame or you might feel whatever it is that they're feeling in that moment. But when you do this or when you blame me Mm -hmm. or when you say this, it makes me feel the following way. It makes me feel sad or it makes me feel... um, hopeless or it makes me feel Mm -hmm. like x y and z whatever you're feeling being able Mm -hmm. to have those honest and open conversations because the reality is like kaylin said like it's mostly unconscious so these people most of the time they don't even realize that they're hurting Mm -hmm. you with the words because people in general don't realize how powerful words are yeah and the only way to understand each other is like miriam said expressing your emotions and kind of sharing your perspective so this actually might take a lot of patience right when the person is blaming all the stuff just like listening to them and then stopping you know and then kind of explaining how you know and seeking to understand hey what made you kind of react that way what's going on for you i'm trying to better understand you Mm -hmm. so after hearing today's episode if you realize that you're one of those people that is a self-blamer or maybe that you're a blame me and you're receiving that constant blame. What are some things that you can do um, to get out of that unhealthy patterns and kind of like stop those um, negative self-talk? Um, if you feel like you can do it on your own, journaling is an awesome tool to reflect on your feelings and how blaming plays a role in your life. But if you feel like it's something out of your control and that your self-esteem has severely been impacted, you know, maybe it's time to seek a professional help. And also, if you're in a relationship with a blamer and you feel like you can't get out, seek professional help lean on your support system whether it's family whether it's friends if you feel you know like your parents are blamers or family members and those are relationships that you cannot get out of try communicating with them like make them realize or try to reflect um make them reflect on how their actions are impacting you and 
kind of label their action and label what they're saying and be like, you know, you're putting all this blame on me, but why is that? Let's have a discussion about it. Let me tell you how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said in the last podcast, you know, I am a life coach. I specialize in empowering women to feel more in control of their relationships and just feel more... um in control of their life so feel free to dm me at centered period living you know to see if i can help you in any way well guys thank you so much for listening in today don't forget to subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes and again if you have any questions or any topic requests Mm -hmm. feel free to dm us or email us our uh, psych insight podcast yes thank you guys Bye. bye